What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast, a podcast dedicated to self-development, self-improvement, and helping you achieve the goals that you've laid forth in your life. I'm your podcast host, Brandon Davis, and in today's episode, I'm bringing on guest speaker Nick Gilbert to give us expertise on how slowing down and putting your priorities straight can make a big difference in your life. A little bit about Nick is that he has lived in Casper, Wyoming his entire life. He started his professional career as a high school English teacher and has coached fourth grade through high school sports, mainly focusing on football and basketball. Nick has a master's degree in organizational management and used that degree to own and manage a lawn and landscape business. To this day, Nick still owns a sign manufacturing shop called Western Sign and Design. He also owns an Amazon e-commerce store. He started both of his businesses from scratch, which leads to a lot of character and development he's seen in his own life. As one of his biggest accomplishments, Nick has been married 13 years. He has a 14-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl. Some of his hobbies include watching his kids participate in sports, hunting, fishing, and being in the outdoors. So guys, Nick has a lot of expertise in self-development. He's seen that strategy through his businesses, through his work life, and having a family life. So let's give Nick a big, warm, get-over-yourself welcome. Welcome to the episode, Nick. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. We're excited to record with you today, and so you could shed some of your expertise here on the listeners and upon myself. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to mention before we get into the episode about who you are or some of your values or anything? Oh, man, I think you did a pretty good job of making me sound pretty cool. Um, (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, No, I mean, uh, just uh, I've learned a lot over the the last several years of my journey of of building business and and kind of developing myself. And I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing that with people. Everybody, let's dive into today's episode. So Nick, can you give the audience a little bit of a background about what your life used to be a few years ago? Yeah, man. Um, when I was teaching and uh, and coaching, I was I was also trying to build business on the side, and so my life was pretty chaotic. Um, yeah, pretty much four a.m. to about midnight, one in the morning, um, getting minimal sleep, minimal time with my family. Um, Pretty much just trying to, to to grind like everybody is, make a living, make sure that all the everybody was fed and bills were paid. Um, that compounded over a period of time because the guy can only run like that for so long um, and so hard. And it started. To, I started to notice it was having an impact on my family, the negativity that it was bringing in, um, that I was bringing in on my family, um, the way I treated people. Um, it, it it ended up being getting to the point where my anger, my frustrations of trying to accomplish all of this um, led to me degrading my kids, a bad relationship with my wife. Um, you know, I, I, I was I when I was angry, sometimes I'd take it out on my drywall. One positive that came from that is I learned how to patch drywall well. <laughs> Got to look on the bright side, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, it was a mess, man. I was I was trying to do a lot of different things, and the stress and frustration, and and not I, I wasn't 
Um, I thought I should be further ahead financially, um, physically, mentally, everything that I was because of the amount of effort that I had been putting in. But it, it turns out I was actually um, going the wrong direction. And when did you start seeing that difference? How many years into this entire process of being a coach, a teacher, a husband, a father, running all these businesses on the side, how long did it kind of take you to realize that this isn't leading me down the direction I want to be? This is actually kind of destroying me. Yeah, it was probably about, I would say four to five years solid um, of kind of living that routine, living that lifestyle. Um, and honestly, man, it just, uh, you know, the, the other thing that I should add to that, I was drinking a fair amount too. Um, and it began to overwhelm me, um, my anger, my frustration, um, but the, the, the kind of the thing that I really started to notice is the way that I was treating my, my kids and my family. I mean, I wasn't home very much as it was. And then when I was little things would trigger me, um, I would get angry. And like I said, you know, um, I would start to degrade my family, um, and actually become physical with my, with my house, if you will. And when you're going through that entire phase in your life, Nick, just to put some things into perspective, how old were you and how old are you now? Uh, I was probably in my late 20s and into my early 30s. I'm 38 years old right now. Okay. So what, what was that big difference that you saw in your life? Obviously, you noticed that it was leading you on the path that you didn't want to be on, but how did you start making a switch to kind of the man you, you've turned into today? Honestly, man, um, you know, it came down to the 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 way i started to recognize how i was treating people i was i was called out by my wife multiple times um my kids didn't really want to spend spend that much time with dad um i and i started to notice those elements um festering up and i also noticed that you know when i was at home it wasn't a comfortable situation for anybody including myself <clears throat> and so you know, you eventually you, you get to a point where all of this is compounded. Um, and you, you essentially had an emotional breakdown. I, 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 my, I, I've never been diagnosed depressant or anything like that, but I, I was not a happy person. Um, super anxious about everything. And I started to recognize that and I started to, this might sound a little bit crazy, but you look back on your life and you see pictures and stuff and you, you see kind of what you were doing and, and where you were and now then what you've become. And I was like 30 pounds overweight, drinking all the time. Um, financially, we were nowhere near we needed to, where we needed to be or where I wanted to be. Um, and a lot of that had to do with the habits that I had um, with, with spending and things like that. So it was kind of a self-reflection piece and my wife actually um, really started to get into fitness and she was, you know, doing CrossFit and stuff and she had continually invite me to go to CrossFit. She's like, you know, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good for you. And I'm like, no, my workout <laughs> days are over, man. I, I finished that in college. I don't, I'm never touching a weight again. Um, but the more she kind of pushed, I was like, all right, well, I'll go give it a shot. Um, so I started hitting the CrossFit gym 
And I didn't like it at first, but the way I felt when I was done um, being, you know, uh, basically just wrecked, my body was wrecked because I was in such bad shape. The way I felt emotionally, like I started to notice a big shift, you know what I mean? Like um, the anxiety started to decrease a little bit. The frustrations kind of went away because I was able to use that time to kind of release that. Okay. And the way you've described it to me in the past, Nick, that when you're going through this phase of all these a million different ventures and, you know, drinking and taking it out on your house and just your kids not wanting to be around you as much. You described it to me as your life of, as going 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going 100 miles an hour. I was The only thing I was worried about was production and making money and <clears throat> chasing the dollar. Um, relationships really meant, meant nothing to me. Um, passion meant nothing to me. Networking meant nothing to me. Like It was all about the daily grind and trying to get as much stuff done as I could in a day. Now, some of the get over yourself listeners struggle with that same concept of, I want to chase the dollar. I want to be successful. And granted, that's not always the wrong thing to do. We need money to provide for our families like you were trying to do. But where would you say kind of the tipping point is where maybe somebody's going a little too far? I think it, it, it comes at the when you start to notice that it's all coming at the expense of you're missing out on your kids' baseball games. You're missing out on birthdays. Um, you're missing out on family trips. You're missing out on the opportunity to take your, your kids fishing or the outdoors or hunting or whatever it may be. Um, and you start to, to see your relationships start to separate and you notice that people aren't, um, I guess for lack of a better term as friendly to you as they once were. You know what I mean? Like you're not, those relationships start to disappear and then you start reaching out when you need something or need to talk to somebody and there's nobody there. The connections are kind of just lost. Yeah, correct. That's a good way to put it. So now that you've kind of recovered from that entire process, what are some things you can look back on and, and kind of apply into your life still continually so you don't get back into the same old habits? Yeah, man. I mean, so, I mean... You really have to be self-aware. I mean, that's the number one thing. Um, you have to understand that everything, that all the tangible items in your life are going to come and go. And that's that goes with money too. I mean, we all need money to survive. We all want to make as much of it as we possibly can, but you can always replace money. You, you'll never be able to replace the time. So the, the time that I wasted for however many years um, of chasing the, the almighty dollar and neglecting the relationships in my family, you know, I look back now and it's, it's, you know, it wasn't worth it for me because I don't get that time back when my kids were little and I don't get the time back with my family, um, to go on vacation or, or even just go out to dinner or whatever it may be. Um, so, I mean, like you really have to, to understand like, in your own mind, you have to be able to look in the mirror and understand what you're doing, what your trajectory is, um, what's your goal. We all want to be wealthy. We all want a, a buttload of money. Um, and and the belief system is that you put your nose at the grindstone and you go. And that's what I did. And it did not work out for me. 
Now, Nick, now that you're kind of a few years past this entire experience as well, have your kids or your wife said anything about the different demeanor you're portraying? Oh, 100%. My, you know, when things go bad now, um, you know, for example, um, we're in the middle of a, a decent sized project at, at our office and, uh, it's, it's a $30,000 sticker order and, uh, our printer's been glitching out for the last two weeks and we can't get the te the text will come, but they can't fix it. So three, four years ago, man, I would have been irate, freaking out. Um, I, 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 they would have got a piece of my mind. My employees would have felt it. My family would have felt it. Um, but I've been in much, in much better control on, ha on handling those situations. And my wife, you know, she's like, holy cow, like three years ago, you would have lost your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I probably would have. Um, so yeah, you know, the, my kids notice, um, my kids have actually made comments. My wife makes comments all the time, especially when, when, when bad things like this happen in the way that I handle them now versus three, four years ago. Now, did you ever feel like it would come to the point where you could possibly lose your family? because of these issues you're seeing it within yourself due to the work and all the stress and the drinking and whatnot? You know, I did. Um, it crossed my mind, but I never really saw it as a reality. Um, I, my wife has always been super supportive and super loyal, but she would make comments like, Hey man, you're drinking way too much. Or why are you, you know, why are you being such a jerk or, or whatever it may be? Um, and in my brain, that wasn't important to me at the time. You know what I mean? Had, 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 it just, it didn't, it didn't really resonate with me at the time. It took a while for it to be like, holy cow, like, why are these people still, still hanging with me? And part of that is just because I have an awesome wife um, that I was super blessed with. But yeah, I mean, it crossed my mind. Um, but at the time, like, I was just kind of like, well, it is what it is, I guess. You know what I mean? And now looking on it right now, how does that make you feel that you were able to turn your attitude around and turn your habits around and here you are today, successful and a beautiful family? What does that mean to you? It's been a game changer, man. Like um, there's, there's nothing more important to me now than having the time with my kids. Cause like I said earlier, I can't replace that. Um, <clears throat> having the time with my wife, being able to go and do certain things and you know, it, it makes your life a heck of a lot easier. Um, and honestly, business is about connections and it's about relationships. And that's where I missed the boat when I first started getting into business and trying to, to go a million miles an hour is I, I missed the boat on. It's actually about how you're connecting and the relationships that you're building. And if you can build those solid foundations, people are going to buy from you. People are going to spend time with you. Um, you're going to make more sales, but ultimately like being able to now, um, manage all of that and spend time with my family. Like for me, it's been a game changer. Like I've, I've been much happier. I mean, I still have bad days. Um, but it's been a much better environment in our household for sure. And I bet everyone in the household just absolutely loves that. Like you mentioned, your wife, your kids, they're all feeling the same love that you're portraying now. So Nick, now that you're kind of in this new stage of your life, there's there's only positive growth from here. 
what does your day-to-day look like now? You mentioned that you're going t- from 4 a.m. to 12, 1 a.m. in the morning. What does that look like now? Yeah, so actually is what I did is I developed a, a morning routine for myself. And it's, I mean, it's still in the works. I, I kind of tweak it here and there. But there's some solid things that I have learned that help me to not only get ready for my day, but help me to... Um, deal with the anxiety and, and frustrations of just the day to day, especially when you you know when you're owning businesses and stuff like that. It's it's stressful. Um, so what I started doing is I still wake up at 4 a.m. because um, my mornings I found are my most productive time. Um, I get up at 4 a.m. and the first thing I do before I do anything else is I read. Um, I'll read a book about professional or personal development. Um, it might be a little bit business related, but mostly about the mind. Um, and you know, for example, um, you know, I've read books like rich dad, poor dad, um, which is a, which is a very influential book when it comes to business. Um, one thing that's just another way, that's another book that helps people get you know, kind of their mindset managed as a man thinketh is a pretty good philosophical book about, um, how you portray your thoughts. So I I read and then I'll journal and generally my journals will be a little bit about the reading, but also about how I'm feeling that day. And it seems a little cliche and a little bit weird. And to some males, it'll, it'll sound weak, um, because dudes don't keep diaries. Right. Um, but I started to to journal and, and write down feelings and write down why and, and try to come to the conclusion of why I feel the way I do or, or what made me, what triggered me that day. So if I knew I had a bad episode the day before, I will reflect on it the next day and be like, well, what, what triggered me? What made me? What caused you to get into that state? Yeah, exactly. Like what made me angry about that? And because really it was, it probably wasn't a big deal. Um, so I'll reflect on things like that in my journal, or I'll just write like future goals out or like map out my day or whatever, pretty much whatever's on my mind. And I felt, I've found that like just being able to do that, it automatically takes everything that's in your brain. Cause if, if people are like me, man, like when you wake up and your brain's already going, like I'm already planning my day out, but you have to have time to put your brain at ease. And so I sit down, I write that stuff out whatever's on my brain, I write it out and kind of get rid of it, if you will, for the time being. After I get done with that journal piece, um, I'll reflect um, and pray. And I've started to to get more into meditation, um, which I'm still trying to master, um, but I'll reflect, pray. And then I'll, I will literally just lay down on the floor of my living room and set my phone for five minutes and try to relax my mind and my body and just do like a a quick meditation. Um, I don't have that mastered yet because it's a hard thing for busy brains to, to turn that off. Um, but it's definitely made gains in my morning, um, to help me to, to relax. So after the meditation, then I will go on a walk or a run, um, just to get fresh air, man. Like it's, that's, that's proven, um, getting outside, um, getting fresh air, moving your body, um, helps with, with, with the mind. So I'll do that. And then I'll come home generally by that time, you know, I'm, I've pretty well have, have all the kinks worked out, if you will, that I woke up with. Um, 
and and I'll carry on with my day. But one thing I should add about the journal piece is, um, in addition to writing my thoughts down, is I'll write down five things that I'm grateful for. And that right there puts a lot into perspective, right? Because um, as miserable as you may be or think you are or as difficult as a task you have the next day or whatever, um, you woke up and you get another day to fix it um, and you get another day to move forward. And that's something that's that's very, very important to me to remember because in the past it was always misery this, misery that. So after I get done with, with kind of that routine, um, eat and start to move on with my day, the first thing I'll do is I'll tackle all the hard stuff um, that I have to deal with because anxiety, stress is tied to what we should be doing, right? So you know you have a hard conversation you have to have with an employee, a customer, your spouse, whatever it is. The longer you put that off, the more anxious you become. So I try to tackle those things first thing in the morning. So, you know, generally by like, a, you know, um, nine o'clock, I have all that stuff done, kind of the harder tasks done. And then I will hit the gym again about 9am um, and do a, a real hard workout to kind of work out anything else mentally that I need to get rid of. And then the rest of the day is pretty fluid from there. Okay. I have lots of different questions. You just, <laughs> I threw a lot at you right there, man. I apologize. <laughs> no, I love it. The, the audience loves it too. Hearing these morning routines, it's inspirational because a lot of people are probably sitting there thinking, wow, that's great. You could do that, but I could never do something like that. So I guess my first question to you is how did you kind of set your mindset to say, I'm going to get up at 4am and I'm going to do all these things day in and day out, no matter what. I mean, it ultimately just came with, with the motivation that I wanted to change. You know what I mean? Like change is hard and it, it's, it's, it's really hard for me. And I think people have these visions of the, the type of person that they wanted to, to become, um, but they don't always implement it or put it into action and understand that like, I didn't just like one day be like, Oh, well, I'm going to do this routine it was a progression. You know, I started reading more. Um, then I started doing some journaling stuff and I was super sporadic about it all. But once I started to notice how it's, how it was changing the way I thought and the way I felt, I was like, man, I need to start doing this more often. How can I combine this to make it all kind of work for me throughout my day? And so for me, that was just my first couple hours in the morning um, of putting that together. And then I also really like the concept you're saying, how you kind of write everything out that was making you angry the day before, just kind of getting your thoughts and emotions all into that journal of yours. What, what kind of stuff do you write if that's not too much of a personal question? No, man. Like I, um, you know, if I had anxiety the day before, I'll, I'll straight up write out why I had it. Um, and I don't hold back. Like I'll, I will curse in my journal. Um, and I'll talk about what made me angry. And it might be my wife, it might be my kids, it might be business, it might be employees, it might be this, that, or the other thing. But, you know, like, you have to be real with yourself. And that's where other people screw up, in my opinion, when it comes to personal development, is you have to be, 
able to understand that you're not perfect and that that bad things are going to happen but you have to figure out why they happen and why why did you react the way that you did um so like i i've written down like days where i felt super depressed like why do i feel depressed like i have this that and the other thing but i'm super depressed right now um why do I feel that way? What made me feel that way? Why do I feel lesser of a man today than I did yesterday? And so like you just, you write that stuff down and you work through it and emotions are a fascinating thing, man. And sometimes you don't know where they come from. You just have down days. Um, but if you can actually sit down, reflect on that, write it out, try to come to try your best to come to the conclusion about why you may feel that way, like it goes a long ways. That's very true. And I especially, especially love the part where you're saying that when you're writing in this journal, it kind of makes you focus solely on that. And you, you mentioned how you have a cluttered brain. Everything's going a million miles an hour up there. You got lots to think about and do. How can you spend the time, I guess not just necessarily in your journal, but the entire morning routine, how can you take all that busyness going on inside your head and kind of smush it and smother it for a few hours to focus up on what matters in the moment. Yeah, that was the biggest challenge. And and sometimes my mind still wanders like in the middle of my readings, which I call my studies, but um, my mind will wander. And I actually have had to stop what I'm doing. Say, hey, man, you got to lock in like like you got to focus and have a little conversation with myself and then go, you know, backtrack in the book that I'm reading and start where where I started to wander off in my brain, but it's a process, you know what I mean? And like the other thing that I should mention is when I do wake up and my feet hit the floor, like I, 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 I'm, I just, I basically just say thank you for another day. And that kind of trigger has triggered my brain and, um, to, to kind of start to go, okay, now you're on task to get your day in order. Um, we're not trying to think about all the millions of things that we have to do today. We need to go do this for our, for our two hours. Um, but it's a process. Like it's still something that I struggle with, um, that I have to, to basically refocus my brain, um, on what I'm actually doing and why I'm doing it. Cause there's days dude where I wake up and I'm like, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to read this. Like, I don't want to do this today, but I make myself do it. And it just becomes a habit and a routine. I love what you said about how much of a struggle it is because I've been there. I guarantee every single one of the listeners have been there. We, there are, there's so many days where we roll out of bed and we just don't want to do anything. Yeah. There's so many days where we have little motivation. Um, we can't fall back onto anything that we had planned for the day. But it's exactly what you said. It's those habits that keep you going. It's that self-talk of you saying, hey, I'm here to do this. I set aside the time to do this for a reason. I may not understand it in this exact moment, but I'm here to do it. And over the long course of time that you've been working through this morning routine and just kind of implementing all these different strategies into your life, what kind of differences has that made for you personally? Oh, man, it's huge. Like people, people, some people are going to find this, this statement selfish, but it's the truth. Like you have to focus on you first. Um, if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of my family. If I don't take care of me, I can't take care of my business. Um, I have to 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 take care of myself first, and and so you you really have to 
put your focus on correcting what you can about you. And the, 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 the minute you do that, your relationships get better. Um, I'm going to tell you, man, the last two years, our business has like doubled. And that's when I started to take my, my, or, you know, like three or four years ago is when I started to toy with it. Two years ago is when I started to hit it hard. Like I got to hit this, this super hard on my personal development and our, our business has, has doubled. We, you know, and then we're able to invest in other businesses and opportunities. Um, and I'm, I'm a firm believer that me getting my body in shape and getting my mind in shape has made me more money and has also created me more time with my family. And so like you have to start somewhere and you got to start with the person that's in the mirror. I love that concept. And this is actually something I've talked about before on the podcast where it seems selfish. Like you mentioned, it seems selfish that we're putting ourselves and our needs first. But in reality, when we're putting our needs first, it allows us to go out and actually help people and be that example and be that father figure and be that mentor and be that entrepreneur, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a phrase, um, that I've seen. I can't, I'm not going to take credit for it, but it's, uh, selfishness equals selflessness. So if you're able to handle your business and take care of yourself, now you're able to, to give back to other people and help other people more effectively. And I guess there is a line to be drawn, right? You obviously focusing on yourself and focusing on that, that self-improvement is a good thing, but where's the line drawn when you actually need to start helping other people and implementing what you've learned and give it out to everyone else? Hmm. You know, I, I think when you have a, either like what people call their aha moments or they have the the moments where they're like, holy cow, man, that this actually worked for me. Uh, because the deal is, is like when you have, when you find something that fits for you and works for you, you want to share it with everybody. It's just like, it's just like when you, when you buy, when you, when you find that special product on Amazon that has been a game changer for you, like, let's just say for lack of a better example, um, the robo vacuums, little sharks, right? Like, um, people found those to be a game changer because it, it, it goes through and it sweeps up their floor a little bit every single day. Right. But when they come home, they don't feel stressed and anxious to have to clean their house. So what do they do? They go tell their friends about it. Like, Hey, you got to get one of these. Right. So I think it's, I think, I think as you, as you figure out those moments and what triggers you, you're able to, and I honestly think this kind of comes naturally because people will be like, Oh man, I'm having such a bad day. And I'm able to be like, Hey, try this. Like what, what's, what's bugging you? Have you figured out what's on your mind? And if they say, if they tell me it's a task, I, I will, I will straight up tell them, go do it. Like once you do that task, you will feel better. It's just like going to the gym. A lot of people procrastinate the gym because they don't want to go. But what happens when you're done at the gym? You just feel a hundred times better. So I kind of think it's just a natural progression um, as, as you learn what has worked for you and helped you, then you're able to share that with other people. Well, Nick, I appreciate everything you've been saying here today. And to close out, do you think there's any last minute advice you'd like to share with the audience on your personal journey or things you've seen that strongly impacted you in your life? Man, I just think self-awareness under understanding yourself, be yourself. Um, 
Um, most people go through this world and try to be somebody else, but be you and understand that you're not perfect and you have flaws, but try to be the best version of yourself on the day to day. And it's a, and understand it doesn't happen overnight. It's a, it's a big progression. Well, thank you so much, Nick. There's lots of insights that we can all take away from today's episode. Would you like to mention anything about your business or where people could reach out to you if they have questions or want to connect with you? Um, if you want to connect with me, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, tag is at Nick Gilbert 21. Um, on Facebook, it's Nick K Gilbert. Um, and if you don't mind, if I mention my podcast, I also have a podcast um, called Second Place Leaps In. So um, that kind of follows the same lines as this. So yeah, you can reach me. At, those are those are probably the best places to reach me. Perfect. Well, everybody, go check out Nick's podcast. If you have any questions about his morning routine or how he was able to get out of that slump he saw when he was drinking and um, working too much, ask him some questions. Shoot him a message over Instagram or Facebook. And Nick is nice. I promise you he'll reach back out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, Nick, once again, thank you so much. To the audience, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast. If you found anything enjoyable in today's episode, please leave us a good review. It helps boost the algorithm so more people can find their self-development journey through this podcast. Also, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me over social media at the.brandon.davis. Thanks so much, everybody. And just remember, it'll all be okay. Just take a step back and focus on on yourself so you can go out and improve others' lives.